0: Well, hello, everyone, and Merry Christmas. Uh, I'm so happy that you're here joining us this Christmas Eve. Uh, before we get started, let's, uh, let's open up in prayer. Uh, so Father, we just come to you on this very special day uh, as we celebrate Emmanuel, God with us. So Father, be with each and every one, every family member that is sitting around tonight, this afternoon, watching this. Father, that their hearts would be open to the message that you have for them. And I uh, ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, amen. So, let me start with this. What are you looking for this Christmas? You know, it's that time of year when families put up Christmas trees in their homes. It's, you know, as part of the celebration of the season. You know, one of my favorite things? Is decorate the tree, okay? There's, there's just something about a decorated Christmas tree that makes a home feel more like Christmas. Don't you think? I mean, how many of you have real Christmas trees in your house? I don't see you raising your hand. How many? Ah. How many of you have artificial trees? All right, well, are you ready for this? Americans will spend one billion dollars on Christmas trees this year. There's about 33 million real real trees will be sold during the season and about 24 million fake trees. You know the Christmas tree it's, well, it's been around for a long, long time. Maybe you've asked yourself, how did the evergreen tree ever become the symbol for Christmas? You know, maybe, I mean, have you ever scratched your head and go, why do we cut down a perfectly good tree, drag it in the house, (laughs) and decorate it? Well, i have to tell you, there are many legends surrounding the history of Christmas trees and what evergreen trees symbolize. And Hosea, Chapter 14, verse 8, God himself compares himself to a green tree. He says, I am the one who looks after you and cares for you. He goes, I'm like a tree that is always green, giving my fruit to you all through the year. You see, the Christmas tree is a wonderful reminder that our God is evergreen, ever-present, and he's everlasting. You see, it's a symbol of hope and life. Specifically, obviously, the life of Jesus of what we're celebrating today and how he is alive today. But while the tree is a focal point of our Christmas celebration, most people don't really understand its meaning. So, what I wanted to do today and this, this Christmas Eve, I wanted to talk to you about all the elements that make up the tree. And I hope you never look at the Christmas tree quite the same way again, because each one of those elements they represent, they have the power. Believe me, to change lives, and I'm talking our lives, yours and mine. So what are you looking for this Christmas? What are you struggling with? Is there finances, loneliness, family strife? Can I tell you the answer this Christmas may be found in my example, the Christmas tree. So let's first start with the lights of the tree, right? I mean, they're pretty, right? They're beautiful, right? You know. Uh, There are many origins to where the custom of bringing an evergreen tree into your home. And, you know, one of those origins is the 16th century German preacher Martin Luther. You know, about 500 years ago, this is how the story goes, that the great theologian Martin Luther was walking through the woods, thinking and praying one evening. And as he looked at the trees in the forest, he noticed the backdrop of the beautiful stars coming in between the branches, you know, behind them. And he thought to himself, Geez, wouldn't it be incredible if I could duplicate that same effect? So you know what he did? He took candles, and he put candles in these trees to make it look like stars shining through the branches. And it's been said that Martin Luther, he's the one that has been credited as being the first one to put lights in a tree. And because he wanted his kids to enjoy it too, he brought the tree from the outside to the inside. Well, just as Martin Luther wanted to show his children the beauty of the lights of the tree, our Heavenly Father wants to show his children. That's us, that's you and me, the beauty and the power of his light. You see, that's why Jesus said in John 9 verse 5, I am the light of the world. You see, Jesus compared himself to light because light is something that penetrates darkness. Not only is light penetrating, but light's illuminating. You know, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2 says, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. Friends, no matter what's going on right now, the light of Christ, it can shine in a world that's gone a little crazy for us right now. So look at these lights, all right? Just for a moment, look at them. Maybe your own tree and ask yourself some questions. Ask yourself this. Do I have the light in my life? Maybe a question is, or am I in darkness? Because you see, without the light, our lives are unsure. They're uncertain. You know, we actually can't even see the, we can't see the path. We can't see the direction to go. Uh, Psalms 119 says, your word is a lamp to my feet, and it's a light for my path. So we need to ask ourselves, am I a light? Am I giving direction, energy, illumination to the relationships that are in my life, to my marriage, to my friends? You see, so many who have the light of God in their lives, can I tell you, they're sort of like the flashing lights. You know, ones that go off, on, off, on, off, on. You know, when, when you're around a certain group of people, your lights are turned on. Okay, but when you're with another group, your lights are off. Can I tell you the true light of Christ? Those light, his light is on constantly. Now let's take a look at the decorations. You know, I mean, look at those, all right? Maybe the answer you're looking for this Christmas will be found in the ornaments of your Christmas tree. There is nothing like a beautifully decorated tree Because those decorations that are on your tree, I mean, they, they make every tree unique. And we all have different tastes in trees. We got country trees, you got modern trees. Okay, you got designer trees, you got natural looking trees. You even got upside down trees. We put a little bit, don't we, of our personality into each one of our trees? Well, you know, God has adorned and placed special ornaments and decorations in the lives of all of us. So I don't want you to miss this. We all have abilities and gifts that are unique, yet many people have all these decorations and all these trimmings, but can I tell you, they're still unfulfilled. Their life, they're just unfulfilled in life. And I can tell you, it's basically for two reasons. The first one, the decorations that God has given us, they go undeveloped. You know, I, I love what the Apostle Paul says in Romans twelve six. He goes, since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them accordingly. In other words, Paul said, look at it. God has given you these gifts here. You're supposed to use them, okay, to be, to, to be fulfilled. And, and, and the second reason we, as we go unfulfilled is we're trying to add our own decorations to, to our tree, okay? We want what we want. <laughs> and see, the issue is here, we can't decorate our own tree, all right, I, I, I love what Paul says, the Apostle Paul says in Romans 8, 28. He says, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. You can go, let, let God direct, let God move. See, it's another one of my don't miss this. We need to allow God to decorate the tree so our lives can reach full potential. And then we can truly glorify him. So, I got a question for you. Are you truly fulfilled in life? You know, many of us may look well decorated from the exterior. You know, we got our Tommy Bahamas clothing, or, you know, ladies, you got your coach bags. You know, there are decorations. Uh, but what happens when you look on the interior? What do you see? Are you truly alive? Now, I. What I wanna do now, let's take a look at the star. All right, maybe, just maybe, the answer that you're looking for this Christmas may be found in the star on top of the Christmas tree. You see, God put a star in the path of those wise men, which led them to Christ. To those of you that are Christ followers today, did you know God put a star? And actually an earthbound star in your path (laughs) Alright, so to lead you to him. So my question, who was who was that earthbound star in your life? Maybe it was a friend, parent, school teacher, pastor, could have been a coach. You see, don't miss this. God placed an earthbound star to lead you and me to him. Then you've got to ask yourself, where would we be without him? You know, the Bible says, if you're truly seeking God, he will reveal himself to you. I came across the scripture verse from Deuteronomy in chapter 4, 29. It says, but from there, you will seek the Lord your God, and you will find him if you search for him with all of, here's the catch, with all of your heart and with all of your soul. Then I came across Proverbs eight seventeen. 17. It says, I love those who love me and those who diligently seek me will find me. And then in Jeremiah 29, 13, God says, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with, yeah, all of your heart. You see, a lot of people saw the star, but only the wise men turned and followed it. Now let's kind of look at the gifts okay you know the answer that you might be looking for this Christmas may be found in the gifts that are under the tree you know human beings (laughs) you know we're the only ones who have the desire to give and receive presents right and it's because we're made in the image of God we have a God who's into giving animals don't have this desire I've never seen a dog I've never seen a cat wrap a gift and give it to someone, right? It just doesn't work that way. The only gift I've seen an animal give, like my dog, is the kind you pick up in the backyard with a shovel. That's the only gift I've ever gotten from my dog. So I give you a don't miss this. The essence of knowing Christ is giving. John 316 17, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but they'll have eternal life for god did not send the son into the world to judge the world but so that the world might be saved through him you got that right for god so loved the world that he that's right gave jesus didn't come saying i want (laughs) he came and says i want to give you see the bible tells us over and over that jesus has given us the ultimate gift and I could I I am quite sure this that during the last several weeks a lot of us have been focusing on gifts you know the best Christmas gift basically does two things first it expresses the personality of the giver and second it meets the need of the recipient well think about this God has given us a gift that reflects his personality and a gift that meets yours and my needs Because, you see, 2,000 years ago, what we're celebrating today, if we needed information or knowledge, well, God would have given us a teacher. If we needed technology, 2,000 years ago, he'd given us a computer technician. If we had needed money, well, he had given us an economist. If we had needed pleasure, well, he had given us an entertainer. But what we needed was forgiveness and he gave us a savior. You see, Christmas simply put is this. We matter so much to God that he left his home in heaven to be born in an earthly home and to die a sacrificial death on a tree for everything we've ever done, are doing, or will do wrong. And lastly, let us look at the stand because the answer this Christmas that you may be looking for, you may find it in the stand of the Christmas tree. You see, the weekend after Thanksgiving, Mary and I, well we begin to get ready for Christmas. You know, we deck the halls, we light the lights, we put up the manger, you know, we do all that kind of stuff. Well last year, as I went out to our garage to get our artificial Christmas tree, and I started to get ready to set it up, right, I discovered I had a problem. I couldn't find the tree stand. So I I couldn't put the tree up. I mean, I had the trunk, I had the limbs, I didn't have the stand. And without the specific stand that was made for that specific artificial tree, I couldn't stand it up. So I had to go out and buy a new Christmas tree, which you're looking at right now. See, we rarely think about the stand when we're looking at Christmas trees, am I right? We look at the lights, right? You look at the ornaments, right? You look at the star and the gifts that are underneath it, okay? But the little stand at the bottom, it gets overlooked. But without it, the Christmas tree can't not fully realize its purpose. So let me ask you something. Are you realizing your purpose, your full potential in this one and only life? Maybe you're asking, I don't know, Paul, uh, how do you do that? Well, I'm going to tell you. It's through the church. Yeah, it's through the church. Don't miss this. The church is the stand that holds the tree up for the world to see and nourishes our life in God. Look it. Jesus said he would build his kingdom on the rock of the church. And matter of fact, in Matthew 16, 18, He said, and I also say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of Hades, they will not overpower it. See, if your life's not grounded in the local church, you'll never reach your full potential in this life. I'm just telling you, as your friend and pastor, you'll never fire on all cylinders relationally, spiritually, emotionally, financially. The church is the stand that supports our life in Jesus Christ. Look, I pray, if you are not surrounding your life or around the church, that today will be the beginning of a new chapter for you and your family. I pray that that will be. You know, and I know many, many people say, hey, look, I'm a Christian. I don't go to church. Well. The problem with that is the math doesn't work. If you say you're a Christ follower, well, you need to be connected, (laughs) okay? So in close, I may be a little biased, but I think Church at the Red Door is one of the best churches around and a great place for you to be connected on a regular basis. So I invite you, actually, I challenge you, become part of a local church this coming year, and I'll promise you this you'll be amazed of what God does in your life. I want you to be involved in the greatest thing going this side of heaven. I want you to be involved in the greatest thing going this side of heaven. So finally, during the holidays, we're given the opportunity to take the tree, Jesus Christ, from the outside and put him on the inside. And the moment we move him from the outside To the inside, the lights come on and we receive the ultimate gift. You see, it's a gift that turns uncertainty to certainty. It's the gift that takes unfulfillment to fulfillment and death to life. This Christmas season, I'm asking you, what are you going to do with the tree? So lastly, May you never look at the Christmas tree in the same way again. When you're sitting around your tree over these next few days and weeks, remember when you look at the lights. Jesus, it represents Jesus. He is the light of the world. And ask yourself, is our light, is my light shining before all men? Because the true light of Christ is constantly on. And when you're looking at those ornaments, remember that God has adorned you and me, and place special ornaments and decorations in the lives of us all. We all have abilities. We all have gifts that are unique. As you look at that, you say, am I going to use those? And when you look at the star, think back through, has God placed, think to who is that earthbound star that God placed in your life that led you to a relationship with Jesus Christ. And when you're looking at those beautiful gifts and nicely wrapped underneath the tree, You know, the essence, remember, the essence of knowing Jesus is giving. For God so loved the world that he gave. And when you look at this stand, always remember that the church is the stand that supports our life in Christ. So before I do our final close here, I just want to encourage you. We're going to close with Silent Night here. All right. And I encourage you and your families just to sit there and and, and just let the words melt over your soul and nourish you. So from our home, Mary and I to yours, Merry Christmas and God's blessing and favor be upon you and your family.